Hello and welcome to this Friday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. Last time we were together, we read from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. There, the Word of God revealed to us that we should take encouragement because we have eternal hope and comfort. And knowing of the and having knowledge of the soon return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, where the uh, dead in Christ or the ones that are asleep, their bodies are asleep in the ground right now, but their uh, soul and spirit is with the Lord, as in verse 14 of chapter 4, it says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so even so them also which sleep in Christ will God bring with him. Uh, he's bringing them back. And then it says not only that we take encouragement but because we know there's going to be a reunion day there. In verse 17, he says, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, then we which are alive and remain. And this is after he said in verse 16, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And in verse 17, he says, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord great hope and great comfort knowing that those have gone on before us the true born again believers who accepted christ as their lord and savior one day we will will be reunited with them not only that but we take stronger encouragement knowing that in that time and at that time we will meet our lord and savior we walk with him and in him by faith here but there our faith will become our sight as we kneel before him and confess that he is Lord of all, King of kings and Lord of lords. But I want to ask you this question this morning. When will this uh, return of Christ take place? When will it take place? Many believe, some believe that uh, it will take place uh, post-tribulation, which means that it will take place after the tribulation period, and that's God's judgment upon the sinful world. And others, as I believe, and I am not trying, as I speak this morning on this, this subject, I'm not trying to create a test or a division in fellowship or spirituality concerning anyone's beliefs on this subject. When will the return of Christ happen? Will it be before the tribulation period or after? I am simply stating uh, what the facts from the word of God and what they reveal to us and this my friends gives us strong encouragement because I as I read the word of God do not believe that the church the true body of Christ the born again believers I believe we will be raptured out of here before the tribulation period comes on I do believe it will usher in the uh, uh, tribulation period as we will see revealed in the word of God this morning but I do, not, I do not believe that it will be after the tribulation. Uh, and I, I want to establish this fact through the word of God this morning. Let's turn over to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. And I want to read verse 10. Well, let's read verse 9 and 10 there. He says, For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had un, unto you, and how ye turn from, uh, to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, 
whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, even Jesus, which delivered us, listen closely, which delivered us from wrath to come. Then we turn over to First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9. He says, well, let's read verse 8 there. He says, but let us who are of the day, speaking of believers, uh, be be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Listen to verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Not only so, but let's read over in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. There we'll be reading uh, down through the chapter here as the Lord leads. Paul writing here again to the believers in Thessalonica, and the reason he wrote this second epistle shortly after he had written the first one, um, there had been a a letter that was falsified as being from Paul or Timotheus or Silvanus that they were instructing the Thessalonica believers that uh, they were in the tribulation period due to the uh, the struggles and trials that they were experiencing at the time. So Paul is writing unto them here in Second Thessalonians to reassure them of that comfort and hope that we spoke about in the last message and the first of this message. He says right here in chapter 2, verse 1, he says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the, our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. Speaking of his return at, for his church, his body, the true born again believers, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the, the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. Listen, that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition, speaking of the Antichrist, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he is as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And then Paul reminds me, he says, Remember you not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now you know, listen, now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. Paul is saying here to the believers in Thessalonica that, they must remember that they are the very reason they are holding back tribulation, their very presence here. My friend, as a believer, born-again believer, we need to take encouragement. We need to remind the ones that are in the world and lost and apart from Christ that we are the very reason tribulation hasn't come. God's judgment has not been poured out. He said, but then he said, verse 6, and now you know what withholdeth. We're withholding that he might be revealed in his time. He will not be revealed until the next verse. Listen, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. It's already here. But he says right here, only he who now letteth. That word in the Greek means hindereth. 
will let, and it says will hinder until he be taken out of the way. That is speaking, Paul is writing, and the word of God is telling us that that is none other than the Holy Spirit that's hindereth and will hinder until his restraining power is taken out of the way. Verse 8, and then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness unto unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. My friends, the church will be raptured out according to the word of God. Paul writes again in Romans chapter 5, verse 9, he says, but God, uh, excuse me, but Verse 8, but God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from what? The wrath through him. God's, the tribulation is God's judgment which will be poured out upon this sinful world and, and Christ rejecting mankind. Notice I said Christ rejecting Paul speaks of that in Ephesians chapter 2. The disbelievers are those that, that reject Christ as being the children of wrath. They are the children of wrath. We are the children of the light, the children of day. We are saved. We, our citizenship, as was revealed to us uh, in Peter in the last message, is in heaven. We are not looking for tribulation. We're not looking for the Antichrist. We're looking for Jesus Christ, and he is soon to return. And the church must be, as we saw right there in Second Thessalonians, the church must be raptured out before the restraining power of the Holy Spirit will be removed. His restraining power, not his presence. If his presence was completely removed, no one will be alive to be saved during the tribulation period, but only his restraining power that keeps Satan from doing anything and everything he wants to do right now. And I'm telling you, judgment is coming. But me and you, my friend, believers in Christ, will not be here. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He took our sins upon himself on the cross, and he suffered God's righteous judgment. He became the propitiation for our sins on Calvary. He took upon himself the judgment of God for our sins. Why would he be judged for all of our sins on the cross for us to be judged in a tribulation period when God pours out his judgment upon this sinful and Christ-rejecting world. I pray that this has been some enlightenment to you this morning and somehow a blessing, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God.